Shalom Aleichem. Welcome to the Schmooze, the Yiddish Book Center's podcast. I'm Lisa Newman, and today I'm visiting with Sebastian Schulman. Sebastian is the executive director of CLES Canada. CLES Canada was founded in 1996 to teach, nurture, and present to a broad public the best of Jewish traditional arts and Yiddish culture. Its goal is to foster Jewish cultural and artistic creativity worldwide as both an ethnic heritage and a constantly evolving contemporary culture and identity. Welcome, Seb. Thanks so much for joining me today to talk about Plus Canada and the upcoming festival. Thank you so much, Lisa. It's always a pleasure to be back here, uh, even on the airwaves at the Yiddish Book Center. Um, And always great to have you here because conversations with you are always enlightening and exciting. So likewise, likewise. Let's start off today. Um, If you can talk a little bit about the history of CLES Canada. And also, I kind of would love to know about its location and how that and also a lot of what the work you do draws from the rich roots of Yiddish culture in Canada. Sure. So, well, those things are are both deeply intertwined. Uh, So CLES Canada, uh, as as you mentioned, was founded in uh, 1996. Uh, And it is one of the premier places in the world today where you can really immerse yourself uh, in Yiddish culture and klezmer music. You know, these these are traditions that uh, for many reasons uh, are for most people no longer passed down in a family context. But our programs uh, are really a place where these traditions, uh, this culture is passed down in a community. And uh, we've been around for more than a generation. We've seen how uh, language and music and culture uh, have, have been passed down to a new generation and continues to grow and, and thrive. And uh, our offices are based in Montreal, which is a, a fabulous uh, place to, to do Yiddish culture. Uh, there's a robust uh, Jewish community here and Yiddish is very much present in Jewish life. It's a very diverse Jewish community not just Ashkenazi, not just Yiddish speaking, but uh, Yiddish is very much uh, part and parcel of what it means to to be a Jew here. Uh, And we have some robust Yiddish culture institutions, the Jewish Public Library, uh, the Dora Wasserman Yiddish Theater, just to name two of our close partners. And uh, in this environment, you know, Yiddish culture is is very vibrant and accessible uh, in a way that's really quite different than, than anywhere else in North America. And, uh, and it's sort of a natural place for programs like ours, organizations like ours to grow. And uh, our flagship program, which is coming up this summer, is the uh, Summer Retreat, which generally uh, in non-pandemic times takes place in the Laurentian Mountains, which is sort of the Canadian Catskills, if you will, uh, and has played very much the same role that the Catskills have played for New York. Uh, the Laurentians have played for, for Montreal. It's sort of a playground for, for Jewish culture, for Yiddish culture, uh, and, uh, and, and a place that we have grown in and, and loved. And, uh, and we'll bring in that same spirit uh, this summer to our programs, uh, which will be online and a, a little bit in person, too, uh, in, in a few different places. I'm really glad that you mentioned the Laurentians, because I didn't want to lead with that. But you know, recently we did uh, two issues ago in Pock and Traeger. Um, it was about writers, musicians, and others sort of 
captured in photographs and moments um, that were not scripted and, and at play, if you will. And there were some great photographs of uh, Hava Rosenfarb and others in the Laurentians. And um, that for me was really interesting because it was the first time I thought of Clez Canada and that that sort of trajectory, um, that there were deep roots, as I said, um, in terms of aspects of Yiddish culture that played out there. And they play out in a very rural, very relaxed um, atmosphere, I think, which this is a very long lead into a question, Seb. Tell me about the early days. I get the sense that this, that Clez Canada has evolved from something small to something very, very much large and present um, in the Yiddish world. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think the Laurentians are are key to that. Uh, you know, the Laurentians have been uh, at the heart of Yiddish culture in Montreal, uh, even though they're sort of off to the side. Um, it's been a place for uh, relax, uh, relaxation and uh, recharging and exchange with, with uh, Indigenous peoples, with Francophone Quebecers of the area. Um, but it's also been a place that uh, the Jewish community, in a way, can has really been themselves, you know, they let their hair down. And uh, Clez Canada was certainly born of that, of that uh, kind of energy. Um, it was born from the, the culture of, of Montreal and the Laurentians, a place where, uh, you know, you could really let go and, and relax and be informal, but still deeply engage, engage with, with culture. And it was founded uh, by a group of activists uh, High Goldman and Sandy Goldman, uh, who are, are call our founders, but there's also some uh, other faces and, and personalities in there. Sarah Rosenfeld also played a role uh, in the early days of, of the Yiddish Book Center. Was a great Yiddish advocate uh, advocate uh, in Montreal. Uh, Jack Wolofsky, who's who's still very much uh, an active and and crucial member of our community, played a role and. Uh, a lot of what the work they were doing was to bring the, the nascent Klezmer revival scene, uh, which was, was burgeoning in New York, and bring it across the border to Montreal. Uh, and that's, that's certainly a, a, a key aspect of it. Uh, an aspect of it that uh, Jack Wolofsky talks about in uh, his Wexler Oral History interview, which I think sometimes gets overlooked in the, in the Klez Canada story, uh, is also this, this story of rapprochement with uh, the, the Francophone, Francophone Quebecer population here. Uh, this is a community that has a, a close and intimate and sometimes uh, very tumultuous relationship with the Jewish community. And uh, the birth of Clez Canada was very much uh, out of a, uh, a moment, came out of a moment uh, where these cultures were coming, coming into contact again and uh, examining their history. It was very much uh, in that spirit that the that our community began, and uh, you know, while many many people who come to our programs are Jewish, there's a, a significant portion who are not Jewish, and locally, it's it comes uh, in large part from that that Francophone community that has its own musical tradition, which sonically, orally, uh, does does have a relationship with klezmer music as well. Um, so Klez Canada kind of comes out of these two two streams of our local history and has grown exponentially. Like I said, it's now uh, a, a node in this global network of klezmer and Yiddish culture, uh, but we haven't lost, you know, sort of our local flavor and, and our, our, our rootedness in, in the local landscape. So while it has grown, 
we still we still sort of have kept sight of where we come from and, and who we are. I find what you do really exciting, Seb, because you know you've worked you've worked um, at the Yiddish Book Center. You've worked with us on Yidstock, and you know there's one personality, and there's sort of one direction for Yidstock, and Clez Canada um, has sort of different aspects to it. And I'm intrigued by what you have planned for programming this year. I feel like it's quite ambitious. I know that you're doing some most or most online, but then some uh, sort of live stuff. And one thing that caught my eye, and again, I think, you know, Yiddish is a language that played out in all aspects of culture. And I think this is reflected in some of what you've got programmed um, because the Tower of the Sacred and Ordinary which is an art installation by Daniel, I hope I get his name, uh, Turetsky. Turetsky, exactly, yeah. Uh, you know, um, it seems so tied to your mission of fostering creativity through heritage and evolving, as you say, contemporary works. So this is just yet another way that I'm intrigued by what you're doing and, and how it has spokes beyond music. Yes. Okay. So thank you for, for, for pulling, pulling that out. So first of all, the retreat, uh, the core of the retreat takes place this summer from August 23rd to August 29th. And the first five days are totally online. Uh, and then Motsi Shabbos and Sunday of that week, uh, we're doing in-person programming in Toronto, New York, and Montreal. That's also going to be live streamed uh, for anybody uh, further afield. Uh, but the in-person programming that we're doing in Toronto uh, is actually already on view, well, part of it, uh, with some wonderful partners of ours, the Fence the uh, Art Gallery in Toronto. Uh, and this is, uh, like the name says, it's a fence that is Yiddish for window. It is a window art gallery uh, in Toronto. For those of you listening there, uh, you can go look at this exhibit right now. And this is uh, a structure, a Havdullah spice box uh, inspired structure that comes to us from an imagined post-apocalyptic future. And it is stuffed with the memories of what Jewish life was like in our era. And it has some sort of invented rituals around it. And uh, what, what is really so incredible about this this piece for me. Uh, well, there's a couple things. Uh, first of all, it's collaborative. It you know Daniel Tureski is an architect and designed the piece and created the illustrations uh, that are embedded within it. These, these 3D pieces of art uh, that that are embedded and throughout the sculpture. But it's it's totally collaborative. Those illustrations are based on on stories and writing by a whole plethora of of, of artists. Uh, across North America, and the, the sculpture is is alive. It's real. Uh, we're going to see it in action uh, on Havdola uh, with our, our our Saturday night programming, and uh, and it's a true collaboration between Montreal and Toronto, and Daniel Turetsky's in Brooklyn uh, with the the Fenster Gallery. It's a, it's a really inspiring piece of work, and uh, we'll also have some sessions during our online programming. Uh, that go into the history and the creation of, of this project. It's, it's, it's really quite stunning. Uh, and if you want to see some images of it, uh, you should check out uh, Fenster's website, which is just uh, fenster.org, F-E-N-T-S-T-E-R.org. 
It's totally cool. And I, I think it's what excites me about the idea of what you're doing up there, Seb, that you, um, it's like, if I may, I hope, uh, it's like part camp, part 60s happenings, music concerts, and also um, it's very inclusive in terms of ages of people who attend. Yes? Absolutely. Absolutely. It is a truly diverse space. Um, you know, you have young people and old people and Jews and non-Jews, queer and straight and, and you know, left and right. And everyone sort of gets along. Uh, nobody hides who they are and, and everybody's still still can get along. And, uh, and that, that, that intergenerational piece of it for me is totally key um, because you have native speakers, you have people who have mastered the tradition, uh, whether at home or, 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 or in study, uh, and they are literally giving it to, to younger people uh, and, and to see that in action. Uh, and it goes both ways too. I mean, the, the younger people have, have so much to teach teach uh, the older members of our community too, but to see transmission in action and, and then just to, to spread it. Daniel Turetsky is, uh, grew up at Klez Canada. His family has been coming to Klez Canada for, for over a decade and uh, he became an architect and was able to imbue his, his, his work and his practice with what he'd grown up with at Klez Canada. So it's, it's really quite uh, a wonderful community. And uh, I was skeptical that you know, it would come across the, the screen, but uh, our, our community really uh, came, came, came together last year with our online programming and uh, the warmth, the, the togetherness, uh, it's, really, it's really quite present even over Zoom. And, uh, and it's a really wonderful thing to be a part of. And in the sort of same spirit, I'm really eager to learn a little bit more about the Clez Canada faculty concert, which you describe in on your site as an old tradition from the early days of the retreat. Um, and I can imagine that that must be quite something to put together. So a little uh, backstory. Sure. So the, the faculty concert uh, will be taking place on, uh, I believe, Wednesday night uh, of, of the retreat. I'm I'm remembering correctly, and uh, so this this is an, an old tradition, as as we say. It used to be that uh, uh, we had fewer sort of big headliner acts uh, at at the retreat, and uh, the real uh, concert action that would happen in the evenings would be the people you were learning with in in the classroom would get up and share one song, two songs, a piece they're working on. They would share some thoughts. And, it, and it, even though there were hundreds of people uh, in the audience, it had a very intimate feel to it. Uh, and, uh, you know, as we grew in size, uh, you know, we brought on some bigger sort of concert acts, you know, and who would also be teaching during the day, but they would be sort of specifically spotlighted in the evening. Uh, and uh, we had been talking with some of our community members about bringing back this tradition. And, uh, you know, in the Zoom world, it is, it is quite a production to put together because you need individual videos from, from all of the people uh, that are involved. But it's, it will have the same sort of feeling. Uh, you know, it, it's really a lot more intimate than seeing a big show. Uh, it's, a, it's a very different kind of artistic experience. So we're getting clips from, uh, we have about 50, 60 faculty uh, with us this summer, we're getting clips from, from almost all of them, uh, 
to share something uh, you know, special for, 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 this, for this occasion. And uh, we, we're calling the concert uh, Unmute Yourself, which I think is a, a sort of uh, Zoom spin on uh, MTV Unplugged. Uh, you know, a, a chance to see your, your favorite artists, these big artists sort of take their guard down and let you into to something they're, they're working on. Uh, or something they want to give to us, perform with us a lot more closely. I think that's what's very special about the atmosphere and um, and the work you do at Class Canada. That 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 is so infused in the programming. That sense of yeah, um, that you're you're part of something evolving. It's very cool. How how has it grown since its early days? Do you think? Um, I think that, you know, you can measure that growth in, in a few ways. I think, you know, the sort of uh, most, most obvious way is that it's, it's uh, the, the, the retreat is much longer. It used to just be a couple days. Now it's a whole week. Uh, it used to, you know, be a, a smaller number of people. Now, you know, in, in pre-COVID times, it was about 400 to 500 people would come to the week. Now it's about a thousand people last year. Um, and, and more, uh, if you, and depending on how you count it, but a thousand people were sort of coming to the core programming every day last summer. Um, so those sort of very quantifiable ways. Um, but I think there's something a lot more intangible, uh, that you could point to. Um, if you look at where people come from, they're com- coming from all over the world. And then if you look at what happens to these folks during the year, they're really bringing what they, they learned home and they're starting activities and, and, uh, you know, smaller festivals in, in, in their areas, uh, all over the place. Um, you can look at Seattle, uh, has a burgeoning, uh, really, really bustling Yiddish culture scene. That's just really started in, in the last few years. Um, and, and part of that has been people coming to our programs and bringing it back home, uh, Washington, DC, area has has a lot of klezmer activity um, and I would even say in Montreal you know when when Klez Canada began we were really just this this summer festival this summer retreat uh, and now we're doing programs uh, 365 days a year uh, even at home so you know it, it has really grown both in terms of numbers in terms of activity uh, and in terms of the kinds of things you will see uh, during the week and on our stage uh, there's a there's a great deal more diversity and experimentation and uh, and innovation. Uh, mm-hmm. It's 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 really exciting to be to to see it happening in real time. So details for our listeners: where can they learn more and register? Uh, well, there's one more program I I, I want to talk okay. about quickly, uh, just because it's uh, co-sponsored by the Yiddish Book Center. And that is uh, our concert with Varetsky Pass and uh, Anthony Mortritzvi Russell. Uh, and this is, uh, um, you know, they have collaborated these, these, these uh, on an album called Convergence, which uh, brings together African-American and Ashkenazi music. Um, so we'll see some of that uh, in their concert, but uh, it's really a pleasure for us to bring both of these uh, wonderful uh, groups of artists together and uh, and to work with the, the Yiddish Book Center on that on that concert. It's going to be part of the decade of, of discovery. Um, so you will expect some uh, social justice 
content in there. So I just want to make sure that uh, those who are listening to the schmooze know about, about that opportunity too. Thanks. Uh, thank you. Thank you for mentioning it. Um, and yes, we're thrilled to be working with you as always. And I think that's going to be a very strong concert. Um, and as you say, tied to our decade of discovery, which is themed to Yiddish and social justice. So let's, let's let people know how they can find out about all of this. And yes, sure. One, wonderful, wonderful. So uh, please visit our website. It's klezcanada.org. That's K-L-E-Z-K-A-N-A-D-A.org. The summer retreat goes from August 23rd to August 29th, uh, online and in person. You can come to one class, you can come to one day, or you can come to the entire week. Please register and join us uh, for as little or as much as you like. You will be very welcome. You will all be hartzik bagris to be with us. Thanks, Seb. Always great to have a visit with you. All the best with the festival, and we hope to see you soon here, there, or anywhere in between. Take care. You have been listening to The Schmooze, a production of the Yiddish Book Center in Amherst, Massachusetts. To learn more about this podcast and to subscribe, visit YiddishBookCenter.org. I'm Elizabeth Carteropoli. Until next time, be well and be healthy.